Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I am excited to be back with you for a new month. And for me, it is the beginning of summer here. I have all four of my children at home. So we'll see how these recordings go and how many interruptions it may be for me to get an episode out. Right now, they're in the backyard swimming and No one's hurt or injured, so we're going to go forward and see if I can get this episode recorded for you today. I hope you are all gearing up for your summer break or enjoying it if you have already started. And today, and really this month, I want to focus on well-being. And I want you to really get curious about your well-being, about you individually, because that's what we're going to focus on today. How is your well-being? Are you maybe too stressed with the day-to-day of life? All of the shuffling of the different activities, the things you think your home needs to look like, or the task that must be done. Or maybe if you were anything like me, You are busy doing all of the ordering, directing, and correcting where you're just exhausted by the end of your day. Or maybe you are in constant frustration with the way things are and the way you think they should be. I can raise my hand to that one as well. So I really want to take a look at well-being in relation with you. And before we do that, I think it's important to understand what it is. If you were to look up well-being in the dictionary, you would see a definition of the state of being comfortable, healthy, or happy. From my perspective, it is truly the experience of health, happiness, and prosperity in your life. It includes having good mental health, high life satisfaction, and a sense of meaning and purpose with the things that you're doing. And this is a really important one, the ability to manage stress. Overall, well-being is truly feeling well. Think of it like this. Imagine you are a car, okay? And you are getting looked over and you see that you're engine works great. The transmission is in good condition, but your brakes don't work at all. And because your brakes don't work, it really doesn't matter how everything else works because you're still going to have troubles going on about the day-to-day of your life. Well, the same is true for well-being. If everything else in your life is going great, but you feel lonely 
or you're eating unhealthy, or maybe you're not getting enough sleep. Maybe you're feeling so snappy and irritable all the time. Whatever the list is for you, these are areas in which your life is affected and you really won't feel the way you want to. There are many different dimensions of well-being, and today I'm going to focus on three of them and how they relate to the relationship you have with you. The three dimensions I'm going to talk about today is intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. Again, there's different dimensions of well-being, but these are the three I kind of wanted to hone in on today. So let's talk a little bit about intellectual well-being. What is this? It truly is an active and open mind. It is the mental aspect of the world we live. It is when we can engage in creative and stimulating activities that really bring our brain to light, to give it that boost of energy, helping to keep your mind sharp and your brain healthy and happy. Are you noticing you? If you're not, and we're so busy reacting to our life and the world around us, maybe this is where we need to start right now. Start to notice you. Start noticing some of the thoughts, some of the stories, some of the beliefs that you may be having as you navigate the day-to-day. See where you are in alignment with your higher self. Sometimes I like to call that your true or best self. It may take some time by doing some, what I like to call thought downloads. I use this with my coaching clients all the time, where I ask them to really be the observer of the health of their mind. What does this look like? Well, you might have an experience or a situation that you're going through, and you're really putting what's going on in your mind to paper. You're getting it out of your head because it stabilizes the thought. I promise you, when you do this in your mind, your mind will continue to go on with different aspects of the story or the problems, and it starts just going on and on and on in the drama of it all. This is why it is so helpful to put pen to paper. So write down your thoughts. Be the observer. Just notice them. Take a look to see if you can find any patterns, maybe some beliefs that you didn't really recognize or know for yourself. I like to call these some of the root causes of the experiences that you're creating for yourself. So start noticing you. Emotional well-being, we're going to talk about this. And for me, emotional well-being is really having an open and flowing heart. Okay. And one of the biggest things that we can do to really open and keep that flow of our heart is exchanging our expectations for appreciation. What can you appreciate about you right now? Really think about that. Can you appreciate you right now? Or are you constantly looking at, well, when the number on the scale is this, I can appreciate me. Maybe when my kids behave this way, I can think I'm an awesome mother. Maybe when my husband and I argue less, fight less, can be more connected instead of avoiding each other, then um, I can appreciate me. Like whatever it is for you, look to see if you have some of those conditions. But here's the thing, you can appreciate you right now. 
If you're anything like me, you beat yourself up for the mistakes that you make. I did that for so many years and I robbed myself of joy that was available to me that I couldn't access because I was just beating myself up. I was shaming me. I was living in guilt of the way I was showing up in my life and in my relationships. And I'm going to tell you guys how I was showing up with me, the thoughts that I had about myself, the negative chatter that was going on between my ears of all the ways I was doing it wrong. And this is what I'm talking about. My emotional well-being was not even on the charts, you guys. Didn't even register because I was in such a bad place for me. And if that speaks to you, know that you're not alone and hold on to the hope that it can be different because I promise you it can. It takes effort and some consistency, but it can be different. So know this. You will make mistakes. I make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But it's what you do after the mistake that really determines the quality and the well-being of your life. Practice compassion with yourself more. I'm going to just share with you guys, it is easier for the brain to believe a negative over a positive. Okay? Our brains are pre-wired. That default operating system that they work on is wired for negativity, for the drama of life. You actually have to consciously choose differently in order for you to experience it differently. So when you understand that all of our brains are natural Debbie Downers, negative Nellies, like whatever you want to call it, then you can start noticing that chatter and shift the dialogue between the ears. Okay. I'm going to just kind of share some of these things. Like I've said these thoughts to myself. I've had these thoughts that have created this experience for me where I feel really down on myself. Like, ah, I'm so stupid. Why did I do that again? Why did I yell at my kids? Why did I eat the thing I really don't want? Even though in the moment I think I do, but after it's gone, it's like, why did I do it? right? So just notice these types of thoughts, these, this chatter that goes on between the ears and reset for your next moment, not continually punishing you for something you did. There is always, this is what I tell my kids. It's what I tell myself. There is always another moment to where you can reset and do it differently. Like learn from the experience, understand it, Notice if you want to do it differently and then reset in the next moment. That is okay. Okay. Here's another thing to understand with emotional well being with you. How do you cope with uncomfortable emotions? You know what I'm talking about. You know, the worry, the fear, the anxiety, the overwhelmment, like whatever those uncomfortable emotions are for you. How are you when it comes to coping? I'm going to tell you guys the the biggest strategy shift that I can give you in this podcast, and that is to bring your awareness to your present moment. And sometimes the best way for me to, to get a handle on it is to leverage the power of gratitude. Scan your day for the things that you can be grateful for. Sometimes it's that I can, standing here to breathe, that I can actually redo or have a new experience in the next moment with someone that I love, with myself, with the way I'm talking about myself. I can notice when I'm in that place of gratitude, more blessings and gifts that I have been given for my life experience. Gratitude, you guys, 
is such a huge way to get leverage over, I'm going to tell you, um, intellectual well-being as well as emotional well-being. It is hard to have those uncomfortable emotions, those downward spirals of emotion when you're grateful. Try it. Experiment on what it is that I'm sharing with you. Okay, number three is spiritual well-being. This is what I like to say is when you're living in alignment with your higher self. It is, do you live in harmony with your core beliefs and values? And I want you guys to know that your core beliefs and values can be very different from your next door neighbor, from people living within the walls of your home with your partner. But what's most important is that you are living in harmony with those beliefs and values, because that is how you will have access to inner peace. Start to notice when you're out of alignment. How do you know? I'm going to tell you guys, I tell this to my kids all the time. I think I've shared this many times over on the podcast, but I'm going to do this again because it is so important. Use your emotions as your internal compass. This is how I know if I'm operating in alignment with me or when I'm out of alignment. It's when I notice my emotions are on the downward spiral. Okay. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, when I say downward spiral, go out to my website and download my free copy of the emotional guidance scale. It's in an upward and downward spiral. This is what I talk about so much because it is key to progress in your life. When you are experiencing downward spiral emotions, you are in discord with your higher self, that spiritual being within. Okay. When you are in discord, that is when I like to say my human nature has totally taken over. I am hijacked. I promise you, I am no good to anyone when I'm living in that place of discord. So to get back, it's really focusing on getting heart centered to be in that place of love, appreciation, gratitude, joy, peace, happiness. It's like finding access to those emotions and living on that upward spiral to really make decisions and take actions from that place. Because the reality is you will know you are doing whatever it is that you're doing for your highest good when you're taking action and making decision from an emotional response on the upward spiral. And this is, I promise you guys, this is exactly what I'm doing constantly day in and day out when I'm taking inventory of what's going on with me. If I am on a downward spiral emotion, it's like, okay, let's, let's figure out what's going on with me. What needs are not being met by myself? And this is key, you guys, for personal well-being is starting to notice you. I hope you've heard that theme in each of those three categories, intellectual well-being, emotional well-being, and spiritual well-being. And I promise you, all three of these areas overlap. They very much so there's overlap in them because one is an input into another. And so emotions, that emotional response is key to this. So you guys, if you are wanting to have support, if you are wanting help, then I would encourage you to reach out to me. If you go to my website again, you can schedule your free consultation call with me to see if coaching is the right fit for you. I promise you, when you leverage coaching, it is a great way to keep your well being into check. 
because it's taking ownership of your life and your happiness. And that is what well-being is all about. So if this is speaking to you and you're feeling you need a little bit more support or help in this area, reach out to me, schedule a call, and let's see what I can do to support you. Okay, I hope you all have a fabulous day and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Who is your relationship coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. I created a virtual program called Enlightened Relationships Academy that I would like to invite you to join me in, where we address challenges, work on your goals, and together create the life and the relationships you desire. When you are ready to take what you are learning on this podcast to the next level, then come check out Enlightened Relationships Academy at lindsaykporter.com forward slash ERA.